Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and I'd like to welcome you to our latest podcast. This is August 8th, 2006, and I'm still recuperating from our outstanding cruise to the Mediterranean last week. Those of you who follow CTS Us know that we went uh, on an educational cruise to the Mediterranean, began in Barcelona, went to Rome and Marseille, uh, Mallorca, Malta, a whole bunch of neat places, and had... 19 hours of excellent CME uh, at the same time. And just to let you know that next year, the same dates, roughly end of July, July 28th through about August 4th, we'll be doing our fourth annual cruise, and we'll be going to the Greek islands, starting in Venice, and going to Athens, and uh, Mykonos, and a whole bunch of other places, and then ending up back in uh, Venice about seven days later. So, it's not too early or too late to sign up, because... uh, about 40% of all our rooms are taken already because people who came this year wanted to come next year. So something to look at on CTSS under the CME section. Uh, one of the things in the cruise was our usual Q&A with the attendees. So one of the questions that was brought up a bunch and one of the things I've noticed as I'm backlogged on Ask the Fish that's being brought up is the use of oral contrast material Uh, focusing on the type of oral contrast material we use. We mentioned a few months or a few weeks ago about the fact that we had switched all our protocols from a HIPEC solution, which did a good job for about 25 years, to using Omnipec as our positive contrast agent. So questions typically are, how much do you mix? How long can it last? All those typical questions. So let me just give you a quick rundown. We use 100 cc's of Omnipec 350 put in a thousand, in a well, put in a gallon of water. Uh, with that, we get a Hounsfield unit measurement in the stomach and bowel of between 200 and 220 Hounsfield units. So it works out for every 10 cc's, you increase the Hounsfield value by about 20 or 21 Hounsfield units. So you have a very well-controlled solution. Uh, Omnipake is tasteless, so you don't even need to flavor the water, though we typically do just because we've always done that. The Omnipake is safe, so in patients, theoretically, if they would aspirate, there should be no issue. In terms of how long the uh, contrast is safe in solution, the rule typically is to use it up the same day. Not so much that it would be unsafe to use it the next day, but again, there is all these JCO regulations as to... Uh, labeled or unlabeled solutions being kept over. And even if you had a refrigerator that only held the oral contrast, one could have a question if you didn't label it. So GE, which is the manufacturer of Omnipake, uh, recommends not to keep things overnight. So that's just one thing to remember. We are looking and started to use the Omnipake solution for CT angios. We want to increase the density of bowel, but not to uh, cause it to be too dense to... uh, conflict with the uh, IV contrast and so we're looking at a solution which has a Hounsfield value of 20 to 40 Hounsfield units which means putting 10 or 20 cc's of the Omnipake within a gallon of water and I'll keep you up to date how well that uh, comes out in the near term. So that that is uh, the typical questions we have had on contrast. We also had uh, questions related to uh, uh, using Omnipake versus Visipake, what about concentration? Our rule has been, and this is true for cardiac imaging and liver imaging and vascular imaging, that 
the densities of uh, OmniPeg 350 versus uh, versus VisiPeg 320 is essentially none. Both have the same profiles in terms of density values. There is the statement that's commonly made that you need high concentrations of contrast to do CTA. Well, the question then really is, what is high concentrations? We did a panel discussion a few weeks ago in New York on cardiac imaging, and a number of the people who said we need a high concentration, when I asked them what high was, and they said 350. Uh, so, again, uh, thinking you need 370 or in Europe 400 is really uh, not the case. In fact, a number of articles now have shown that there is the, de- the problem with too dense a contrast, that you can obscure lesions. Uh, there's an article on pancreatic cancer which showed that you can make vessels brighter, but staging was less accurate. So, again, brightness or making things just very bright is not a solution in and of itself. And a 350 seems to be the ideal uh, point where you combine high-quality studies, high patient safety, and excellent 3D mapping. So that's really where we stay. Uh, With that, I guess I'll sign off for today. Uh, One of the things that uh, we will be discussing in in the near term is looking at some of the new scanner technologies. I will provide a talk for you looking at some of the new scanners from Siemens, a dual-source scanner, looking at some of the new uh, information GE's put out on their uh, scanner, uh, looking at changes related to uh, dual energy, looking at tissue characterization, looking at some of the things I see coming down the line. So hopefully you'll tune in next time as well when we return to uh, the future of CT scanning. With that, let me wish you a pleasant afternoon.